we're back and it finally happened. YouTube took us down. <laughs> so you're watching well, this. The one that I thought they would do. I know. So yeah, last week's news must be so spectacular that YouTube thought, nah, we're not having that. <laughs> but you can still catch us on Spotify and everywhere else where my PA just hears. So hopefully this stays on YouTube and if you're a YouTube watcher, I don't know, email YouTube and go, why the hell do you do <laughs> Yeah, complain. We want to bombard them with complaints saying that you want us on YouTube. Exactly. You missed much from what I remember last week. Oh, pretty much. And we'll carry on that theme of this is, <laughs> this is the only podcast news show where we don't actually have that much news and we just talk shit. We just rant. Pretty much. So, like, let's carry on. I'll start because it's nice and easy. Usually what we do is uh, what we watch this week. This is the first time where I genuinely think I haven't watched anything. <laughs> like, actually, I have watched nothing. I've been I struggled to rag my brain for this week as well. Yeah, I've, I've been building the 10-point podcast office all week. So, uh, yeah. Other than watching the new Discovery Channel ghost season stuff, uh, like all those spooky spectaculars, which is good. That's on all streaming services. I haven't even watched House of Dragon. I've not even watched <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Please tell me you watch She-Hulk, because I've got a rant coming up. I've not even watched She-Hulk yet. Oh, <laughs> I've got a rant coming up, so I'll, I'll have to temper that a little bit now then. So yeah, this is this is all to come up. Um, yeah, so that's what I've watched, uh, Sweet Hee-Haw. I was <laughs> stuff. So, Chris, what have you watched? Uh, to be honest, I'm not much better. Um, <laughs> only because um, Poppy's been reading it at school, uh, I watched Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. I love Percy Jackson series. I absolutely love it. That's the first time I'd seen it, and it might be, spoiler alert, the first film I've ever seen where Sean Bean doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's an underrated series, and I'm actually quite looking forward to the series now. Yeah, I've seen the first one for definite. I don't really remember. The second one's The Sea of Monsters. Is that the second yes. one? Yeah, so yes. I don't really remember that one. The first one's actually all right. But it's one of those films where absolutely everybody in it is like a big famous name actor. And you're like, they were in this for the long haul. They thought this was Harry Potter uh, all over again. So then it's like, yeah, they got two films out of it and stopped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was all right. I kind of was like dipping in and out because it was four me points. But uh, I might give another bash and properly watch it. But right now it's getting like a middle thumbs. A middle thumb. Middle a middle finger. That's our new reviews. <laughs> just Two fingers. Well, I've got something I'm giving a middle finger to. So, uh... yeah, apart from, yeah, I've always said so crack on, Bruce. Right. I've only watched one thing, really, that I would comment on. I was going to go to the cinema, and I was going to do my double bill, but the weather was horrific that day, and I thought, oh, I need to walk to the train station. I need to walk from the station to the cinema. I know I'm going to be indoors for, like, six hours watching films, but... I'm probably going to get soaked on the way back again. I thought, well, I can't really be bothered. <laughs> carry, carry on with your theme there. I was going. To, I had all intentions to go watch The Woman King. I had. Yes. Yeah, I even had it on my phone. Yeah. I had the Cineworld app, app up, right? And this carries on my Cineworld like ran. I had my, my Meerkat code. I selected my seats. I put my Meerkat code in. I was like, right, six ninety nine for two tickets. Bargain. <laughs> Bargain. Got to the end and I was like, £8.50? What the fuck's this shit? Oh, it was a £1.50 booking fee. I was like, right, fuck that. I'll do it when I get there. <laughs> I ended up then just going to Screwfix, buying some shit, and then going, fuck the cinema. So 
if there wasn't a one pound fifty booking fee, Cineworld would have had to hook in, but no, fuck them. They'd have had your money as well. Like it's not a case of you went because you had a membership card now. It's like it's actually your your hard earned money that's going into it. Exactly. But no, I was I was all up for watching Woman King, but yeah, that one pound fifty booking fee put me right off. So yeah, Yeah. carry on. So yeah, the weather has put me off. Look, this sounds absolutely (laughs) torrential. Like I think it was the worst day of weather I've seen in maybe three years. So I don't know. Finally, the world's back to normal again, and and whatever we do (laughs) as a population creates torrential rain. So. The one thing, my one regular, like every, like there's, bit, there's a lot of TV shows on now, a lot of stuff I could be watching. I, I watch Wrexham in Thinner Streaks. I know we can finish it now uh, as of the date of recording. All the episodes are there for us to finish for the Wrexham documentary. But the one thing I watch every Thursday, because we do the podcast at night, is I watch the She-Hulk. So the, the She-Hulk finale uh, was was this week. Andy hasn't watched it yet, so I'll preserve my spoilers. And Have you seen it, Chris? I haven't or, seen it, not yet. You haven't seen it. Well, neither of you have seen it. So I'll preserve spoilers for once you've seen it. So next week might actually be the rant. But yes, this gets two giant middle fingers to She-Hulk. <laughs> These are the, this, this is the notes I've written down here. So I will not spoil the show. But the words I've written down, I, had, I actually got my notes out. I, I need to remember all this stuff. Who is this television program for is the first thing I've got written next to it. The show, within the finale here, because she's all jokey and looks to the camera and that, points out how bad Marvel television show finales are within this television show, but then forgets to actually have its own finale, to write anything good, compelling, conclusive about what's been going on. And I mean, wrapping things up up into a bow is not the main problem it has. It's the, the way about the goal, which this finale is awful. They make jokes within the show, basically, again, I'm trying to spoil too much, about the CGI effects team. You know how at the coming into this, everyone's laughing at how yeah. bad the show looks, how oh, she looks yeah. like she's a cartoon and all that. Within the show, they make jokes about the CGI effects team. Now, I'll maybe discuss this more next week, but out with the television show, the CGI people who work and the computer graphics people who work for Marvel basically are complaining on like a monthly basis how badly treated they are. So making jokes within their television program at these poor people's expenses who are working 24-hour days to try and churn this stuff out for the mouse is uh, is horrific. But most importantly, we get to the end of this, the show. It's a nine, eight, eight episode uh, comedy Marvel series that yeah. just isn't funny at all. It is not funny. The jokes don't land basically any point throughout the season. But this finale, at, like, I mean... About halfway through this finale, they do something that has never been done in the MCU before, and I pretty much was just standing, or sitting, sneering at the screen for the rest of it, as in, what are they doing? It is like they're tearing what they have created down in the space of 15 minutes on this not very well-liked or much-watched television show of theirs. Imagine what Loki did... And how badly that could have gone, that's kind of what they did with this She-Hulk, uh, put it that way. And it is just, it is a disastrous idea. And for me to be like, straight away after, I'll, I'll, I'll type in She-Hulk on Twitter to see what people think about it. And it's all these, what I'm assuming now are Marvel drones or something like that, or these like parts of Ultron that are on the internet. Oh my God, that was incredible. Oh my God, She-Hulk's the best show ever. I was like, this can't be right. So I just typed in She-Hulk, what the fuck onto Twitter. <laughs> and then I found the real people's reaction to what the show was like. And everyone's like, what is going on here? What is this supposed to be? Why are they doing this like this? And also, like, oh, I can't go into it anymore. I'd pause it if we'll discuss this next week. But the last note I have is, 
She-Hulk, and you'll hear this very often, She-Hulk needed to have learned lessons that professional wrestling learned. And that is what I've got, and I'll expand on that next week, I imagine, when we talk about it. But yes, please watch it, but I'm not recommending it. And <laughs> if you have not yet bothered with She-Hulk, I'll wait for it all to be there, and I'll watch it when it's all there. Don't. Go to episode seven, whatever the second last episode is, watch yeah. the one that's basically Daredevil and then get out and just, that's all you need to know. And ignore the last one, trust me. Uh, and that's me, that's literally what I watched this week was, was 20, no, 35 <laughs> minutes worth of She-Hulk that I wish I had back. Amazing. So I reckon we're going to get some super fan out of ours taking Bruce's rant and putting it on some like injustice to women's rights yeah. rant right there. Yeah. Because that's pretty much what it's only like. It's like, She-Hulk bad, Hulk good. <laughs> I'll, I, again, it will step on the toes of the episode. We'll talk too much about it, but basically, that is kind of what they're going for with the show. Which basically, the show essentially is: if you don't like the show, you're one of these horrible incel people who are on this website. So therefore, people aren't allowed to dislike the show in case they're thought of being as one of them. And it's like, I don't think I am one of them. Like, I'm pretty sure I have very much different politics to what they think about. But uh, either way, yes. Sorry, I need to carry on it. I've I've got I've got a fan like a fan a, f- a friend that's uh, pretty much the same on Miss Marvel, like I I've I've called them proper like oh you're just a uh, an anti-feminist you, you, you racist you know it's like I like Miss Marvel it was all right it wasn't it it was there the problem I had with Miss Marvel was the game did it better like the game had a better story for Miss Marvel than right Marvel yeah. Did. yeah. I thought you meant like I thought you meant either the rapper, and I thought well, I can't mean that. I thought you meant the movie, <laughs> the Michael Douglas movie, the game, and I'm like, how does that tie into it? But you mean the Marvel's Avengers game that she yeah, was... Marvel's Avengers game right. gave Miss Marvel a great ah fly. <laughs> <laughs> Almost died. Uh, yeah, gave Miss Marvel a better story than this the series. So I think Marvel finally hot where they just cannot make TV shows now. They just need to stick to their films. Maybe maybe they should just give like Kevin Feige a week off and just go right, Kev, off you go. Yeah. Just go sort Leave out your shit us. right now. What you've been giving us is pretty shit recently. We need something good. The problem is you killed Robbie Downey Jr. off and you got rid of Cap. <laughs> fucked. You that's that's your glory. That's all you have. So yeah. I think it's Marvel fatigue more than anything, but yeah, you're right. From what I've seen of Fox so far, she held it's shit. So we have nothing to recommend that we've watched this no. week. So awesome. I I'll bring it back. Normally, I talk right about this time. I talk about Ezra Miller and what he's been up to. If it's not Ezra Miller, it's the other <laughs> love of my life, Ryan Reynolds. Yes, of course. <laughs> so I have triple Ryan Reynolds news here. Oh god! A man has taken the internet by storm. Starting off with, he's came out and said that he wants to play uh, Rob McElhenney, aka Max's boyfriend, in Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> as a cameo. Which, yep, I'm all for. That sounds genius. Great. So that's good. Uh, I don't know if you've seen, we didn't report it yesterday, but TJ Miller, who's uh, in Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. Uh, he came out a couple of weeks ago and basically slagged off Ryan Reynolds and said how he was treated awfully, because obviously Deadpool treats him quite awful in the like the films. I don't think it treated him that badly in the films, to be honest. Well, apparently Ryan kept that on during the set and actually like basically wrecked TJ Miller and they hated each other and stuff like that. So once again, Ryan's had to step up and basically went, yeah, we've made up. We're good friends. So Ryan did that this week. So rumors are that TG Miller might be coming back on set of Deadpool 3. I doubt it. You don't get to slag off. Basically, I reckon what happened was he didn't get the phone call for Deadpool 3. He knew Maybe, yeah. And he's like, wait, what about me? 
But TJ Miller had his own issues back last year. so Or it's like a triple bluff thing where actually him and Ryan Reynolds are actually <laughs> really good pals. And yeah. TJ Miller thought, this would be hilarious if I just come out and be like, he's horrible. He did this to me and this to me and all that. And, all. and then tricking Marvel into giving him a bunch of money to come back and be it's in true. it as well. Yeah. You, never know with, you never know with Ryan. He's like, like I said, he put Hugh Jackman back when nobody thought he could. Yeah. But on the other news out of nowhere... Ryan's, uh, Ryan Reynolds and his uh, film company are going to make a John Candy documentary. Oh, right, okay. Uh, out of nowhere, completely left field. I love John Candy, I love all his films and all that, so I'll be interested to see what they actually do. And I can't imagine Ryan's going to play John Candy. Well, not if it's a documentary, no. But uh, well, I don't know if it's a documentary or a <laughs> oh, right. bio or whatever. Oh, it's a bio, okay. Right, it's see. his company doing it. Right, see. But I would happily see Ryan Reynolds in a fat suit playing John Candy. I'll with that. He did it in Just Friends. Exactly. Um, Which segued me on quite nicely. So basically, the internet loves Brendan Fraser at the moment. Mm. However, people turned on him badly this week. Oh, really? Did they? So, yeah, apparently, people are watching these new film, The Whale, where he plays a massive fat guy. So, once again, Brendan Fraser's a white dude. He's not that fat. So, obviously, he puts a fat suit on and he's a bit chunky or he puts some weight on for it. Now the internet is annoyed because he's fatted up. <laughs> Just as the same internet fans would be annoyed if somebody blacked up. Yeah, Except yeah. Except if you're Robbie Down Jr. You that. <laughs> Again, that was satirical, I guess. So he kind of got away with that. Also, he's <laughs> right at the tail end of it. And like, he got exactly. away with it when he did. Nowadays, you wouldn't at all get away with it. So, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, the internet's uh, not, not liking Brendan Fraser. Which is on the same week as Brendan Fraser's come out and said he'd happily do The Mummy 4. Because, let's face it, we've all forgotten about uh, Tom Cruise after doing The Mummy 4. Because so, that <laughs> film sucked balls. For me, they'd be better doing The Mummy 3 again. Because, again, I, I keep forgetting that film exists. So, exactly. uh... <laughs> Just redo that whole film. Yeah, exactly. Basically, what they need to do, Mummy 1, near perfect. The Mummy mm. 2, I absolutely love. And I think it's one of the greatest action-adventure films up until about the last 15 minutes, where the yep. CGI and the rock yeah. <laughs> The film was made too early in technology, wasn't it? They should have waited another five years for technology. Like the, the pygmy bits and stuff like that, where they're running through the forest, all works. I'm like, brilliant. But yeah, then they just decide, right, I know what we'll do. We'll make some awful CGI and we'll put the rock in it. And it looks nothing like the rock or a scorpion. We'll take the rock's model <laughs> from whatever PS2 wrestling game there is and we'll exactly. plonk it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> So, yeah, that's my triple Bill Ryan Reynolds news, and that's pretty much what I've got. We'll, I'll sneak back around if nobody picks up on it. Uh, I've got one more bit of news. But I've we'll got one more Chris. bit of news, but I'll let Chris I've go with it. I've got a couple bits, um, which segues me nicely onto another bit of Ryan Reynolds news. Yes. <laughs> this is the Ryan Reynolds newscast. <laughs> <laughs> There's another adaptation of Charles Dickens' uh, A Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. Reynolds and Will Farrell called it. Yeah. I've seen the trailer. This looks like this could be the best Christmas film ever made. Well, I haven't like, seen the trailer yet, but it's got singing and uh, dancing, so it could be a career ender for Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> no, no, trust me. I literally I seen the trailer this morning. Oh, my God. This could like destroy Elf as the number one Christmas film of all time. I haven't, like, I've read a lot of bits that they kind of turn it on the head. There's, like, the, is it the ghost of Christmas present who picks Aye. somebody to go visit? Yeah. But the pick, he picks the wrong person who then gets back at the ghost or something like that. So, okay, I see. It actually does look, look like... I'm going to watch the trailer. And... 
Oh, speaking of watching trailers, I forgot to watch the trailer I was supposed to watch ahead of this news. That's what I was going to sneak back around to see. If right, I forgot. I, I'll look it up on YouTube while Chris is talking. Okay, oh, my Chris only other talking. major bit of news is since we're doing uh, Minority Report for the podcast. Spoiler! <laughs> People know at this point. Tom Cruise is looking to become the first civilian to perform a spacewalk outside the ISS uh, International Space Station. Well, this man can do anything, can he? Yeah, no, he can. He can. He's shooting a new movie. Um, I can't remember. It's, I don't think it's got a name yet. With the uh, director Doug Lyman, and they're wanting to. Most of it's set on Earth, but they want to do like an actual scene in space where he's in the International Space Station and does like a spacewalk around it. Yeah, like this will come up on our main podcast, but do you think Tom Cruise just kind of goes up in the morning and goes, "Fucking Tom Cruise, I could do anything." <laughs> I could do it, <laughs> and if they won't let me. Build my own, and I will go do it myself. Like basically, yeah, is that right? I want to have sex with Katie Holmes for a few years. Make that happen, world, and it happens. I <laughs> want to be in outer space. Stand at the window, yeah. naked, with a cup of coffee, and just looks up. <laughs> I could literally envision <laughs> Tom Cruise homelander in it off a skyscraper, nobody would care. Yeah, because it's Tom Cruise. The um, the whole thing with Top Gun as well was like, yeah, make Top Gun two, start production. <sighs> Be good if I could really fly these planes. Right, everybody stop. I'm gonna go learn how to fly these planes. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's, yep. that's Tom Cruise in a nutshell. Tom Cruise. Fucking okay. Tom Cruise. Okay. But I've queued up the Super Mario trailer here. Oh, um, do a live, live let's, I do a li- let's do this. Do you want right. to join in or watch it myself? I don't know I'll, what you want to do. Watch it yourself. We'll get reactions. Right, okay. Uh, I think I've got a volume at a reasonable level here. So, so <laughs> I've started it. Something's landed on the ground here. Do a talk through and oh, we can't hear him when he's watching it. We're gonna have to do running commentary. Yeah, there's red bits in the ground. Um, yeah, we, we, we need to fill in some gaps while he's watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can't, well, we can't hear him without spoiling the trail. Why I was doing it, were you as annoyed as everybody else was? At that bit. No. Oh. So this is yeah, Bowser. Bowser's the, the bad guy with the shell on his back. Yeah, that's that, very good. But, but he looks, he looks tough. He sounds like he should. It's, mainly, I'm watching this for Chris Pratt's version of Super Mario. So. Well, it's funny because literally when I was watching the trailer, Chantel knew nothing about this film, and the bit that you're about to get to when Mario first appears, he just makes noises, yeah. and Chantel went, "Is that Chris Pratt?" And I was like. Yes, it is. <laughs> just, from, just from some noises where he's fallen over some mushrooms. I do I love like, little penguins. Little penguins throwing snowballs at Bowser. It's good. Yeah, I, it, I think it works. It's fun. It's friendly. Well, he's watching that. Let's talk about the Mario movie. We need to do that as a podcast spec. It is on my list. I don't know how to get it introduced, but I, <laughs> my next theme next season might just be unfinished business of stuff that I was supposed to do that I haven't done yet. Ah. Uh, you're giving away your theme. So I know Chris's theme for season six is unfinished business now. Yeah. Here he is. He's here. He's doing his heart attack bit. Yeah, yeah Chantel got that before he even speaks. It's like, is that Chris the gasp sounds like me. <gasps> <laughs> the Chris Pratt gasp. <laughs> this is a thrilling podcast, by the way. Watching yeah, it's just talking about, it's just talking Chris Pratt style now. Yeah. You should do like a, a, a movie watch through. It's us watching the film. And just me eventually just going, yeah, you've all the same. We should do a live watch along or something or something. Yeah, Disney do that, don't they? You can do live watch alongs and stuff. 
So he barely talks in it. So you can't yeah. actually even really feel what he's done. Yeah, and like th- this has literally got the wor- the internet up in like arms that oh my god, he's not an offensive Italian guy. He doesn't talk like a Mario. It's just but that doesn't what the Mario sounds like. <laughs> Bob Hoskins never sounded no, like that. A little bit. It was great. There's a little bit there, a little hint of him being Italian. Uh, yeah, so that just looks like any bog standard anime. It's like nothing special about it. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, so this this trailer has got, got the internet up uh, in arms. Trunk. <laughs> I can't see how anyone could be offended by it. It, it looks but just insane. There's already, like like Sonic, they want to recast Chris Pratt and put Charles Martinet, who is the voice of Mario in all the games. I can see that. Biggest problem they have is I've met Charles Martinet. That man takes a lot of drugs. <laughs> right, okay. Allegedly. Uh... Well, 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 you say allegedly. This man was on stage <laughs> and basically said what he does. Um, well, how he got the gig is he popped a bunch of LSD and walked into the sound booth and just goes at it for three hours for an LSD. Right, well, there you go. And the man's old. Like, if you Google Charles Martin, I'm pretty sure he's like 59, 60 odd. He's, he's pretty old. He's a nice guy, but yeah, part, like this is what he told everybody on stage was he just pops up LSD and just started making these noises. <laughs> and that's the Mario that we've got now. He is aged 67. That's how old yeah. old Charlie is. So this would have been, what, maybe 10, 10 years ago that I heard him say this on stage? Where would he be Mario? What sort of era would he be Mario? Probably only about, what, maybe 10, 15 years before that he would have started voicing them. So yeah, he'd be in his 40s. So yeah, it's late 30s, 40s, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's what he said. It's not what I'm like thinking. Yeah, yeah. It came out of the horse's mouth. He, he said it publicly. Yeah. And but can you imagine him doing that? Like, I don't know who's doing this production company. It's like, right, we'll get the guy. Oh, shit, we've got to have an LSD handler now. <laughs> <laughs> He's never because that's the thing. I can imagine like him going in, just doing noises is great, and doing sound bites. But him having to do a script and work yeah. out other people's lines, I don't think it would work. The full-on Mario for an hour and a half would probably do your head in, because he's going to have more lines than anybody in the film. So Exactly. So yeah, I, could, yeah. I could see why he's there and why they don't have uh, like the original voice actor doing it. Yeah, definitely. I don't think it's offensive at all. No. Yeah. Anything but... else, Chris? No, that was, that was me. I'm, I'm out. I do. If that's what you were coming back around to, Andy, was Super yeah. Mario. There's one thing I thought that's... you were going to back around to. It also rhymes, what my bit of news is. Blade delayed is what I've got. Oh, yeah. So, back to Marvel again. Yeah, they've they've said, uh, yeah. yeah, we don't have anyone who can write a Blade movie, so we're going to have to put it back six months to oh, a year. This brings me off. I, I've done it in the podcast before. I had a dream. Okay. So, okay. This, this is better than Martin Luther King's I had a dream. Yeah, yeah. So, Sound asleep I was. It's one of them ones where you just wake up and kill look over the clock. I'm like, oh, five o'clock. Right there. I had a thought. I was like, I was dreaming about something epic. And I was kind of went back to sleep. And what I did, right, is I got a phone call from Wesley Snipes. Okay. And he's like, Andrew, I want to make Blade 4. <laughs> and I was like, right. And he's like, I've got three weeks in my schedule free and I have zero money. Can you film Blade 4? And I said, yes, we can. Yes, Wesley. So, I recorded it on my phone. <laughs> and it is literally just him just spinning his sword around. I just remember vividly just of the dream, just him just like, but all the vampires were off screen. You could just, I was just throwing sawdust at the side. <laughs> so it's like a TikTok version of Blade. Just, Pretty much. But it made it go viral, like okay. enough that they were like, oh my God. 
like Wesley Snipes is back. He still looks like Blade. Like, let's just get He's him to do it. it. <laughs> and then my alarm went off before I actually got funded, and I could never get it back. Ah, Proper disappointed. <laughs> but yeah, just the idea of me, like Wesley, just calling me up and doing it over, going, "I've got an idea. We need to film Blade 4. I'm like, All right. <laughs> I don't know who the man to call is. I'll phone Andy. <laughs> but literally, like, I think it must have like, which felt like hours and hours in my dream. Like, like yeah. what happened? Fundamentally, what happened was he called me. I went out to America, we got the Blade costume, like I managed to get that, like a replica, and then it was just me with my what phone, and then just throwing sawdust next to it while he was just spinning <laughs> his sword around. <laughs> that seemed to be just the only part of the film that I had, the only shot that I had in my vision to film in, in the film. You should uh, maybe give old Kevin Feige a, a shout and say, you've, you've got a script in mind uh, yeah. for Blade. Back, if we, if we do uh, Endgame, just bits of sawdust going pew. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're right, your special effects team are not working. I could do practical <laughs> effects. I've got this shit down. So yeah, blade delayed. That's blade delayed. What else have you got in the future horizons then? That's it. So in terms of films that are actually out that nobody goes to go and see, uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Top five, a little bit changed from last week. Uh, with one bit of news that I, that I will touch on. Number one is still smiles. The horror movies always do well around this time of year, and smiles is the one that's holding down. The early part of October, we all know it's going to dominate the second half. Number two, The Woman King only came in at number two, but it didn't have a whole week. It only came out uh, It came out the midweek beforehand. One of those ones with the weird release dates and all that. Woman King. Number two, Don't Worry Darling. Three, Ticket to Paradise. Rom-coms are back. I think I saw Ticket to Paradise, the Julia Roberts and George Clooney took the two of them each over like a billion box office takings in their career or something like that for both Julie Roberts and George Clooney are now billion dollar actors and coming in at number five a brand new release Amsterdam which I talked up last week sound like it could be very good it's meant to be horrific (laughs) it's meant to be a shambles and a mess and all that and it took very little money in America on its opening weekend like a Kind of a small slither of its um, budget, but it seems to have an okay Britain wise and it cracked the top five, which is still not going to be a lot of money. But yeah, Amsterdam is not one to rush out and see, I don't think. It doesn't seem like it's one to uh, kind of really pen in on your calendars, maybe wait for it to come to streaming in about three months or whatever the typical waiting time is. But coming out this week, not an awful lot, because I think a lot of things have stayed away from the marquee release this week, which is Halloween Ends potentially the newest, most recent last Halloween movie that there's going to be last ever appearance of Michael Myers at the moment, but is the final one this time, we think, as they always say every time. Well, have you seen the Jamie Lee Curtis jokingly posted on her Instagram or whatever social media she was on? Fucking hi! She basically posted a, a contract up basically saying that she will never appear in a Halloween film ever again as a cameo voice or anything she promises right okay apparently this is her last one her last one for definite yeah we'll see we'll see but yeah it's there's no point in me going into it it's the same people are in all the other Halloween films it's the last one the original is very good a couple of the earlier sequels that don't count anymore are okay the new Halloween that came out that's just called Halloween it's pretty good, but the most recent one, Halloween Kills, is horrific. So God knows what this one's going to be like. So uh, a new Halloween film. Halloween H2O. That's my that's my fave. <laughs> that, that's that's a- what I remember. Yeah, that's one of the okay ones, I think. But one other film that's coming out this week is a film called Emily, uh, which I've read the first line of what this was about, and I kind of stopped caring. So it stars <laughs> Emma. Emma Mackey or Emma Mackay from Sex Education. I don't actually know how you say her surname, but it's spelt like that. Emma Mackey. We'll say she stars. 
in the imagined life of the famous author Emily Bronte, and I was like, oh, it's another one of these ones where, oh, we'll take a famous person who existed and we'll have an imagined life. For, and make... For the listeners, me and Chris have the most blank face ever when you said the word author. Author, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's not even the factual or even based on, it just said the imagined life of the famous author Emily Bronte. So it could be good, but it's just made up and they've put a famous person's name on it to try and sell more tickets to it. So I'm not going to fall for it. So they're the big film. <laughs> Halloween is the big one. And streaming this week, I can't, for the second week in a row, I think I can find no new movies that are coming out as being published. saying that, and all these new movies pop up. (laughs) Netflix aren't tweeting about it and sending posts out and advertising on their own streaming servers that there's a new film out this week. I'm taking it from Netflix, they don't have any new films out. Isn't somebody releasing a new Hellraiser film? Like, that's out this weekend somewhere. Is that not a series? That's a series, yeah. So there are some series going around, but I... Fair enough. It was a film, certainly, yeah. But in terms of yeah, new movies come to streaming, none. Uh, and in terms of series, like Andy says, like none that grab my fancy. There's, every week, every day, there's a new series starting somewhere. But it's like if it was something interesting, I would mention it. Uh, but there you go. Uh, it's all I'm going to watch is ending this week, so that's me fucked for the rest of the year. So I'd be lucky to be able to watch something. That's what I'm saying. I'm news. lucky that I haven't watched any of it, so now I can start watching it. <laughs> uh, like Andor, which I'm pretty much going to do in like a box set version when I finally uh, I don't get think you can I think you'll be fucking sound asleep you'll have Chris narcolepsy and future releases uh, Black Adam's out this month it's probably the next biggest thing there's one I'm going to mention on our podcast on Minority Report later uh, in the week the, I'm going to mention a film that's coming out soon November's Black Panther and what I forgot to mention in cinemas but on Netflix Glass Onion the Knives Out kind of a sequel but not really it's just it's uh, Daniel Craig's in it again being a detective Glass Onion is out in November and then Avatar again is what Cineworld's so is that a film that is coming onto Netflix but then releasing out of the cinema they're releasing it Cineworld they're showing it for a week I think I saw them saying uh, but it's a Netflix movie so it probably will be I, I don't know for a fact if it's cinemas first or if it's in cinemas at the same time so if you wanted to you could see it on Basically, the big screen another nail in the coffin for cinemas <laughs> I would say so good yeah. I'm done with cinemas. £1.50 booking fee. Just, so. <laughs> <laughs> just to say I am coming to your cinema. Like that's all you get like, out of it. I'm making it easier. I'm not even like a, there's not a staff, there's a fucking robot I'm talking to. I'm booking my ticket through a fucking computer robot, which other companies let me do it for free. But no, I have to go to some greasy spotty motherfucker who you're paying minimum wage for on a zero hour contract to then serve me and I don't have to pay £1.50 booking fee. How is that right? <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> rant, rant over. Uh, and I'm, I'm out. So that's me. I have. Uh, I, yeah, that's all the, the previewing yeah, of, of so, the local stuff that's happening. I don't think Netflix, uh, YouTube could cancel us this time. Uh, but City World definitely might uh, ban me soon. <laughs> <laughs> Do not serve this man. <laughs> exactly. So basically, what we could take away from this week is, once again, there's some stuff coming out of the cinema, mostly Halloween stuff. Don't watch the She Hulk. And maybe watch Percy Jackson. <laughs> Percy Jackson. <laughs> that's pretty much what our recommendations are. So if none of that tickles your fancy, we've talked about Tom Cruise. So we're going to do a Tom Cruise film. Yeah. So it's picked by Bruce. Uh, this week we're going to be doing Minority Report, another Steven Spielberg film. <laughs> we love Steven uh, over here. Big we fan. Love Steven Spielberg, and it's another one of the can't remember it was literally on the tip of my tongue the other dude that we've done scanner darkly and stuff like that ah yes it is. we'll get into that on the podcast yeah yeah so if you want to listen to us uh, 
maybe rant, praise, who knows? Anything could happen on a podcast. Go watch Minority Report and join us next week on the 10 Point Podcast Weekly Movie News.